Welcome to Got Something to Say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Got Something to Say is brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Peter Cook from the North Berrien Historical Museum. Hey, what's going on, Peter? How are you? Oh, doing great over here, Johnny. Thawing out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You guys have been very busy with uh, uh, things uh, during the winter, but uh, of course, uh, at the museum, uh, you guys, just like everybody else, have been dealing with uh, the weather uh, a a lot with some of your programming. But uh, first, let's talk a little bit about the museum, where you guys are located, and a little bit about what you guys do. Yeah, for those not familiar, the North Berrien Historical Museum is located in Coloma, Michigan, right across from Coloma High School on Red Arrow Highway. And we cover the history of what we define as North Berrien, that's Coloma, Waterville City and Townships, as well as the townships of Hager and Bainbridge. The society has been around since 1966. The museum has been here since 1992. So over over 30 years now that we've wow. had our doors open. We're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And as you mentioned, you guys are in Coloma, and I was really excited, and I'm sure you guys were as well, about uh, an event that you guys were going to do in January uh, that was about the history of Coloma, formerly called Shingle Diggins. Uh, but you guys uh, had to had to postpone that because, well, just like everybody, we had uh, lots of lots of crazy weather, right? So when's that going to happen? Yeah, I will be giving that presentation, and that has been rescheduled for Tuesday. March 19th at 7 p.m. here at the museum, and that it's open to the public. It's free admission. You just have to show up, and you can learn about uh, when Coloma was shingle diggings and, and how it became Coloma and all kinds of other fun stuff related to the history of the city and township. That's cool. So mark your calendars for that. Definitely want to enjoy that. Other things going on as well. The month of February kind of jam-packed with uh, a lot of different events. So uh, where shall we begin? You got something uh, coming up on the 20th? Yeah, yeah, we're going to punch it up on the 20th with a program on none other than Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, the uh, program's called The Greatest, uh, and it's the spectacular and controversial career of Muhammad Ali. That'll be presented by Tim Moore, history professor at Lake Michigan College, and he is going to, you know, detail... Muhammad Ali's mm-hmm. life and career in its entirety. Okay, so he'll talk obviously about his amazing illustrious career, but also probably even sneak in some of the uh, you know he spent a lot of time in Southwest Michigan and had a lot of uh, influence there as well. So I'm sure that will be sprinkled in there throughout the uh, the presentation. So that's on the Tuesday, the twentieth. Uh, what time? Seven p.m. Okay, and yep, that no will- R- no RSVP is required. All right. Uh, just show up and we'll discuss the legend. That's awesome. That will be at the museum. Yep, that's at the North Baron. Yep, that's at the North Baron Historical Museum, 300 Coloma Avenue, Coloma, Michigan. Definitely want to check that out for sure because uh, everybody loves Muhammad Ali. Uh, what about uh, just a couple of days later? You have your uh, your great series that you guys do. Your I like my history with coffee and cream uh, on the twenty second. What's what's going to be happening there? Yeah, so these are more casual, less formal affairs. They uh, we 
often uh, museum staff will lead the discussion using an item in our collection to just talk about history. And we do that over coffee and donuts. But uh, this month on the February 22nd at 10 a.m., we are going to have uh, Katie Burchett, the director over at the Watervliet District Library. She is going to visit to discuss the renovations that they have done recently over at the Watervliet Library, the services that they offer. Uh, apparently, they are starting a seed library this coming spring. So she's going to discuss that as well. I think that's my understanding, like making a uh, different seeds available in the community to the public. I love that. That's that's really cool. So you'll hear more about that. So that's about the uh, Waterville District Library, but it will be happening at the museum. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, we should make, yeah. make that clear. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They'll be visiting here to talk about that over refreshments. We'll have Sweetwater's Donuts imported from Kalamazoo available. Fantastic. So yeah, mark your calendars. That's Thursday, the 22nd of February, 10 a.m., at the museum in Coloma, talking about the Waterville District Library. And then uh, Saturday, uh, the 24th, you got something cool going on as well. Yeah, we have a special open house on Saturday, February 24th, uh, dedicated to the 40th anniversary of the Tri-City Record, uh, the, owned by the Bayer family. They've It's been in the family for 40 years now. They've been running that newspaper so we're going to have an open house encouraging, you know, anyone interested in the history of the paper or it can potentially even function as a reunion for former employees who want to show up and see old friends. Uh, that's happening from 1 to 4 p.m. that day. At okay. 2 p.m., I will be giving a short presentation on the history of the Watervliet record that then turns into the Tri-City record. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, th that's what I think people don't always realize is that uh, there are a lot of, at one point, there were a lot of different newspaper newspaper companies within our Southwest Michigan region that uh, are, are formally, form, they had formed uh, uh, alliances or, or whatever you want to call it. They kind of merged together over the years. Some of them uh, maybe went yeah. away altogether. So that, that'll be a fun little chat. Yeah, the Coloma Courier. Uh, was eventually absorbed into the Water Elite record as well. So they both of those papers live on in the in the Tri-City record. That's cool. So are you going to be pulling out old newspapers or just kind of talking about some of that stuff? Well, we, what we're, we will do is we will have our print shop, the uh, print shop that we have here on campus, that will be open that day because a lot of the uh, printing equipment that we exhibit in the print shop was donated by the Tri-City record because they had gone over to copy mm -hmm. graphics. And so the linotype and uh, one of our Chandler presses mm -hmm. and many of the other items in there came from, were used at the old Waterville records. So we'll have that open. We'll probably have some other artifacts on display and yeah, it should be a good time. Just reminiscing. We're grateful. We still have a quality local newspaper yeah. here in the area. Absolutely. Talk about a lot of the great things that are going on in the community. It's always so important to to keep that stuff and uh, have all that uh, information to the community. So that that's something we can check out again. That's Saturday the 24th, and that will be at the museum. At the museum. It's open to the public, uh, 1 to 4 p.m. Awesome. Any snacks or refreshments going to be there as well? Yep. Yep. There will be some snacks and refreshments to entice you. I was going to say, because it's a 40th anniversary, it's got to be cake or something. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. That that should be really great. Uh, other things going on at the museum on a regular basis people can come and check out? Yeah. As I mentioned, we're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have exhibits uh, featuring the, the, the Forester Fruit Belt exhibit talks about uh, the transition from the lumbering era to the fruit belt. We also have the basket machinery that made the bushel baskets for the fruit industry that the Monty Package Company donated to us several several years back. And that exhibit is a permanent exhibit, the Southwest Michigan Crepe Basket yeah. and Veneer Machinery Collection. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, a lot of really great history there in the North Berrien area. And if we want to check out uh, some of your great stuff, of course, we can come to the museum and see all the things that you guys have. But I also love the great work that you guys do of sharing a lot of history uh, on a regular basis on your social media and your website as well. How do we find all that stuff? Yeah, if you're a Facebook user, you can follow us. Just type in North Berrien Historical Museum and we should come up. Give us a like, give us a follow. As you mentioned, we post almost every other day. Uh, we post items related to history on their stories, uh, images from the past. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of engagement there. A lot of uh, you know, a lot of ideas for programs even come from community interest in what we post on there. And then there there is our website as well, NorthBerrienHistory.org. Awesome. Looking forward to all those uh, the great events that you guys have, and then uh, looking forward to checking out the museum. I had a chance to stop by there uh, just the other day, and that was fun just to kind of look around for a few minutes and see some of the cool stuff you guys have. And there's really a lot uh, of cool history uh, right here in our region. So definitely want to encourage you to check that out when you can or stop by during some of those events and uh, just explore all the cool things that are going on in your community. But Peter, as always, thank you so much for all the great work that you guys are doing. And thank you so much for telling me about what's going on in the North Berrien Historical Museum. Yeah, of course, Johnny. We'll talk again soon. Got something to say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have something to say? Email let's talk at WSJM.com.